Welcome to the next podcast in our series on COVID-19. I'm Nicola Rabson, the Global Head of Employment and Incentives at Linklaters, and I'm joined again by Nick Marshall, a Managing Associate in the London Employment Team. We have been asked a lot over the last few weeks about employers' duties to their employees during the current pandemic. In particular, companies want to know, what duties do we owe our employees? Can we require our employees to go into the workplace? What do we do if an employee refuses to attend work? What are our liabilities if an employee gets sick because they come into work? Over the next 10 minutes, we will be try to deal with some of the knotty issues employers are currently facing. If you have any comments on this podcast or ideas for future episodes, please do get in touch. Hi, Nicola. So before we get on to whether organisations can require their employees to work, what are some of the duties that employers owe to their workforce? Thanks, Nick. So it's imperative that an employer provides a safe working environment for their employees. And in the current circumstances, that might include things such as having enough hand washing facilities, providing the necessary PPE to your staff, so face masks or gloves, regularly deep cleaning the workplace, enabling your employees to be tested for a fever if they're feeling unwell or they believe they have a fever, and ensuring that your employees are socially distancing. There is an implied term of mutual trust and confidence between employer and employee. So an employer must make sure that it is not deliberately doing anything that is designed to undermine good work relations between the employer and employee. And employers also have various health and safety at work obligations. So a key question, are employers able to require their employees to come into work at the moment? The starting point, Nick, is that an employer must make sure that it is following the current government guidance. That guidance has been fast moving and changing, so it's imperative that employers review and keep up to date with what the guidance is about employees coming to work. For those individuals that are self-isolating, those individuals have to be treated as sick and they are eligible for statutory sick pay. So it clearly won't be reasonable to request an employee to attend work if they are self-isolating. Of course, employers may be sceptical about some employees who are purporting to self-isolate, but you can ask your employees to get a certificate online for the NHS to prove that they are doing so. The government has said repeatedly that employers should encourage employees to work from home unless it is impossible for them to do so. For example, they have to operate specific machinery, they are working in construction or manufacturing, or they are delivering frontline services. There may also be some regulatory requirements to keep certain individuals in the workplace or individuals that have been designated as key workers by the government. And another question we're getting a lot at the moment is whether the situation is different where you might have employees who are in a vulnerable group. It is different, Nick. Evidence suggests that certain groups are more susceptible to suffering severely with COVID-19 and That includes older people, those with cardiovascular disease and respiratory conditions, and those who are immune suppressed. The government guidance is clear that these individuals should be shielded and should self-isolate. It is very difficult to see how it would be a reasonable instruction from an employer to an employee to ask an employee from this vulnerable group to attend the workplace. Government guidance is that those employees from defined vulnerable groups should be strongly advised and supported to stay at home and work from there if possible. If you've decided as an employer that your business has been severely affected, you could also consider putting these individuals from this high-risk group on furlough leave. 
Can an employee refuse to come into work? And what should companies do if that happens? So employees have a duty to follow the reasonable instructions of their employer, but those instructions have to be lawful and reasonable. So in terms of lawfulness, if your business has been required to shut by the government, it's unlikely if you continue operating to be a lawful order to require your employees to still attend work. In terms of reasonableness, if an individual is in personal danger, an instruction to come in is likely to be unreasonable. So, for example, if they're in a high risk or vulnerable group, or potentially even if the individual has family members in a high risk group, although that's slightly less clear. Employees also have the right to remove themselves from an unsafe working environment. But employees don't have the right to refuse work if a colleague falls sick unless they themselves show symptoms. And the government's guidance is that if a member of staff has helped someone who was taken unwell with a new continuous cough or a high temperature, they don't need to go home unless they themselves develop symptoms. So employees who simply refuse to attend work could be subject to disciplinary action for unauthorised absence or refusal to comply with a reasonable and lawful instruction from their employer. However, disciplinary processes in the current circumstances are likely to be particularly difficult practically in terms of getting the employee, the disciplinary hearer and HR um, as well as potentially the employee's companion, all together at one time over telephone conference or video. Employers need to be really careful when taking disciplinary action in the current circumstances, particularly where people are raising concerns about the safety of the workplace. Such individuals might benefit from whistleblowing protection or be protected from dismissal because they are taking action over health and safety issues, for example. So uh, bringing a reasonable health and safety concern to the employer's attention, leaving the workplace because the employee believes that they're in a serious and imminent danger, which could not be avoided, or because the employee is taking appropriate steps to protect themselves or other people because that employee believes that they or others are in serious and imminent danger. An employer taking disciplinary action in these circumstances needs to be very careful about these potential risks. And there is unfortunately a possibility that workers who continue might fall ill and contract COVID-19. What are some of the issues employers should be thinking about in these circumstances? So I think there are two key issues that employers are going to need to grapple with here. The first is operational. So if an employee falls ill, will the entire workplace need to close? If so, for how long and how will operations be redistributed? That's going to be a key part of a business's business continuity planning at the moment. On the other hand, if the workplace doesn't close, will employees refuse to come into work and will they be entitled to refuse to come into work, for example, because they believe that the employer isn't operating a safe working environment or that they're in serious and imminent danger from the risk of contracting COVID-19? So the second point to consider is an employer's potential legal liability if an employee contracts COVID-19 
whilst working. Now, if an employer has breached its duties to its employees and those employees have suffered injury as a result of contracting COVID-19, it's possible that an employer would be liable to the employee for any damages or loss. However, we think that's unlikely if the employer has followed the government guidance and the employee is likely to have difficulty proving that they've contracted COVID-19 at the workplace and not, for example, in another situation. Employers could also potentially be liable for breaches of health and safety legislation. Again, we think that's unlikely if government guidance has been followed, but employers do need to keep a careful eye on this as it's changing almost on a daily basis and breach of health and safety laws can lead to criminal sanctions. And I think the final point to consider is insured benefits. So life assurance, private medical insurance and permanent health insurance. Now, if an employee has fallen ill and is not covered because they were required to come into work during a pandemic, the employer could potentially have some liability there. However, a lot of policies might exclude communicable diseases from cover in any event, and employers should check these carefully. Thanks, Nick, and thank you all for listening. We will be continuing our occasional podcasts over the next few weeks, dealing with some of the difficult issues that COVID-19 is throwing up for employers. If you have a particular topic that you would like us to discuss in one of these podcasts, please do let me know. Take care.